0: What is up, all my sexy Griffin fans? This is Devin. We're back for Griffin's talk. I'll get a recap. We say we did one of these last Friday as they were getting ready to play uh, Wild, well, the Iowa Wild. That ended up being uh, an awesome game by pulling off the overtime win. We'll get into that breakdown as well as we'll look at the uh, matchup against Ice Hogs, Cleveland Monsters, and then the two games that we just played at home um, for Honor and Veterans and against Toronto. Um, Marley's so kind of first thing I want to start off with is there's been a ton of moves back and forth I mean you're talking since last time I did one of these it was the um fourth so uh, one of the biggest moves that I think really affects the Griffins side of things is Austin Zarak or Zarnik, uh got pulled up he got called to Detroit so he went up up um Griffins did get Matt left back for a minute and same with Austin he came back on the seventh. And uh, Seth Barton, um, reassigned by Detroit from Toledo. Oh, so he got put onto the Griffins team. Then Matt Leff went back to you. Austin went back to Detroit. Hey, Giovanni Smith went to Detroit as well. Oh, Detroit's just been battered with injuries, so I understand why they're taking the players and stuff like that. Um, Giovanni Smith came back. Heck, and then uh, Jonathan uh Bergeron and got pulled up i know Matt Loft got injured so he's not gonna be on red wings or griffins and you know right now oh you know, took a nasty hit and then let's see the 11th and kind of last couple of days here um john leatherman uh got loaned. he moved down to toledo trent bliss returned to toledo and then we now we just brought uh as of today trent bliss is coming back so well, we'll take a look at the you know future games too coming up up over this next week. Um again I'm gonna try to do these weekly. But so there's there's been a ton of moves back and forth, and definitely a lot between Detroit and and Griffins. You know, it, it's not you know it, it's not Griffins, you know, needing to make these moves, needing to make these change ups and stuff like that. So I felt like we had a really good group coming into the season, both on Red Wings team and Griffins, but there's just been so many injuries, it feels like. Um, um, and even there was a suspension for a little bit one player on Red Wings. So you know, I feel like Red Wings have had to steal a lot of our, our good players, which, I mean, it's good that we have all these good players, it's that they're able to tank, pull up, you know, have them ready for the NHL level. Oh, And then when they come back down, you know, it definitely you'll see the progression increase on the Griffins team. So it's just it's, it's when there's that many moves, it makes it hard for having, you know, the good working group and stuff like that. I mean, you hoped in the off season and with all of them kind of getting to play together, or you know that kind of helps out. So, kind of taking a look overall, we're down. We're just behind. After, or let's see. So, Iowa Wild that night we had an overtime win. We lost to Rockford Ice Hogs one or four to one, and they won. Cleveland Monsters we lost two to five. Uh, Toronto won the first night in overtime, five to four, and then uh, last night, uh, Saturday night's game. And we end up losing in overtime, three to two. So, kind of a bummer. Haven't been the best stretch, you know. We just had a big road stretch. I mean, I feel like we came out on top, all right, coming through this big road stretch. I think there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. So, in eight eight games, three and five is what we come out with. You know, I would have preferred to be four and four or better. So, after thirteen games, though, we're sitting at thirteen points on the season. With a six-six and one record, um, kind of some of the teams in front of us. Uh, well, we're actually tied with two. We're tied with um Iowa Wild and Manitoba Moose, so they both both are sitting at thirteen as well. And then kind of Milwaukee Admirals, they, they're a point ahead of us now going in, and then Texas Stars is two points. So. Oh, I feel like we're a little bit closer with Texas. Texas has had a little bit of a tough streak since last time we talked on this. That's where, where um you know we were tied I think with Manitoba and Milwaukee prior. Iowa kind of jumped in there after we split with them. We went and you know lost the first night and then won the next night. So oh but we did still give them one point out of that with going into overtime. Yeah, we got two, but uh, we got one for or they got one, and then they had two the night before. So they walked away with three points where we had a straight-up loss, and then we won, so we only walked away with two. So that's what allowed them to come tie back up. Chicago Wolves and Rockford Ice Hogs are sitting back behind us with nine points. They've also only played 10 games. So oh, this year again, and um, remember reading, that is 72-game schedule for everyone, so we're not going off win percentage this year. It is actually a point system like the NHL. So that's another good thing that I like to see. Yeah. Just makes it easier for the, the casual fan, too, to understand. And so we um, so covered all the all the transactions that's happened lately with player moves and stuff like that. Um, Kind of talked over now, you know, basics of where we're sitting in the standings. I, I'm not putting any, you know, not really saying anything about playoffs yet. It's just too early. So we'll kind of jump into starting off with uh, that Friday night, Iowa versus... Um, Griffins and Iowa, uh, it, you know, 5-4 overtime win. And, you know, it kind of breaks down like this. As Grand Rapids it's opened up early, got the first goal. And then it was Iowa tied it up at fourteen twenty in the first. And then Grand Rapids pulls ahead with goal 2. Then we get goal 3, 16 minutes in. And then I think that's all the scoring that finishes out oh and then period two Iowa comes out and gets their goal and then at one fifteen into the period the second goal from Iowa comes at ten twenty eight in the period in period two uh goal seven on the night making their uh what's that that'd be their fourth goal oh um Iowa running with their fourth goal and then just some penalties that happened throughout the period going into period 3 um Grand Rapids we were at this point we were down by one so we get a goal at 15:13 so you know just under 5 minutes left in the period we finally get that goal to tie it and then you know kind of runs out the period going into overtime and we got in overtime we got the game-winning goal within a minute 16. So we kind of, if I remember right, we won that opening face-off, and then, and from there, you know, we're able to kind of work it a little bit, and then get a goal, a shot on goal, and get it in. So total shots for the night was 40 on goal for Grand Rapids. Iowa only had 26. That that makes it a huge difference. And uh, power play opportunities, we went two for five. Iowa went one for seven. We're still giving up a lot of penalties. That's one thing that we—I mean—I like the aggressiveness, but we just need to clean it up. And you know, Giovanni Smith caused us. I feel whatever he said or come over and did. They kind of didn't show it in the game. And at the end of the game, he he come over and said something, and already we had one penalty for cross checking coming in, and then he got another one for unsportsmanlike or something like that. They said, and so it was like now we're going in overtime situation, five on three. And so it just did not did not help us in that situation. And I'll get into that when we get into that game, but so the aggressiveness like to see, but we need to be smart headed, level headed when we're out there on the ice. So um so that was Iowa's our overtime win. Then we go into the Rockford. This was the next night. And this game you know, kind of got out of hand. Well, after period one, we weren't bad. We got actually got the first goal three minutes into the first period. Rockford finally got one to tie it up at 1839. So that pretty much finished out the first period. And then going into period two, you know, Rockford comes out. Well, I think it doesn't come out. It's not too late in the period. It's We're halfway through at 1302. Rockford gets a goal. But then it was like, like a minute 15 later, Rockford, another goal. Well, and then I thought there was one more yeah one more goal at 1713 so another two minutes later so it's like bam 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 you know we just fell apart after the halfway part of the second period now I mean we did have some penalties where was it at and Andreasen from Grand Rapids got tripping at 1234 so we would have been under a penalty that would have been a power play goal there and then another power play goal, I believe, was on their Rockford second goal. So that kind of just gave them the momentum, um, caused us some issues. And then going into the third period, nothing else was scored, and that's why it was finished one of four. The thing is, is our our special teams in Red Wings struggled this as well, in my opinion. And we went zero for six. We we just can't do that. We got to be at least getting one or two out of that. Uh, Plus, you know, normal goal. So we only had 26 go- shots on goal that night. Rockford had 37. Rockford went two for seven in their power plays. So, man, I just, Rockford is a team I feel like we should be beating. I don't know if that's just because they match up their, you know, their intensity and um, they're pretty aggressive as well. Oh, so I feel like, you know, it's a good matchup for us there. It's, it's a tough matchup. But I feel like we need to start winning those. And I think coming up, we're going to have seeing them soon again. So uh, Grand Rapids versus, who is this? Uh, Lakey or Cleveland Monsters. And so take a look. Grand Rapids again, get the first goal of the night at 1810 into the first period. And then nothing else happened, really. There was one. Penalty for cross-checking at nineteen fifty-one by Cleveland, and then going into period two, Grand Rapids gets a goal at three thirty-six. Then Cleveland gets a goal at eight o seven. Cleveland gets another goal at twelve forty-six. Cleveland another goal at twelve fifty-seven. So, oh, you know, and no, only penalties were one on Cleveland at seven. 1920, and then bariton from grand rapids got a 1749 for interference but so at this point you know we got an early goal so that put us up by two but then they come back with three unanswered goals to end out the period so putting us down by one going into period three and coming on in period three cleveland and took them about halfway through the period had to get a goal at 1025 cleveland another goal at 1928 if i can remember right that an empty netter um so ended up losing the game five to two who on the night had 32 shots on goals compared to cleveland only had 22 so that was an improvement there but again our power play opportunities they gave us five and we zero so we just can't get that special team that power play group together or and start scoring a little bit that's that's definitely where we need to improve on we got to be like one of the worst teams I guess I haven't looked at the actual stat breakdown to see, but we got to be one of the worst teams in power plays He's in the AHL right now. So Cleveland was 0-2. We only gave them two penalties, so I'd like to see that. So that's a good thing. But definitely was a bummer because I felt like that's another team we should be should be able to win. And But you know, I don't know if it was just because that was the end of our home or away stretch of those eight games there that caused for you know us to be a little bit tired from the travel and stuff like that. So well, we got a little bit of a break, a couple nights to come back home, home and get ready for our, our veterans on honoring the veterans for Veterans Day Friday night game. And so come out in first period. In, uh, Toronto actually gets the first goal of the game at six eleven into the first period. And then Toronto gets a second goal. At thirteen fifteen on a power play. And then and then and a third goal by them at nineteen oh seven on another power play. So you know they're converting on their power plays. That, that was killing us us is that we were not getting you know good stops ups with our power or yeah, power play our penalty kill team, sorry. Um, um going into period two, we come out and get a goal at 1427. Finally get us on the board. You know, hopefully it was gonna it was gonna build some momentum. But then Toronto turned around and got a goal at uh fifteen thirty-five. Right. so walking away with period two, that was the only goal of scores. We're currently we're sitting down at four to one. So did get interesting in the third note. Grand Rapids come out and got a goal at one thirty-one into the for, uh, into the third period so nice and early kind of get some momentum on our side and then we got another goal at 10:19 and and then uh, our third goal to tie it up up at 12:52 in the period on a power play so well it was good to see that we finally converted a power play and that helped us out and that takes us into overtime and we get again an early faceoff win and if i remember Say like I said, it's hard to recap all these games after a whole week of games, but I'm pretty sure it was another faceoff win, controlled the puck, and was able to get an early goal at 104 into the overtime period. It's so shots on goal, Toronto had 24, Grand Rapids had 33. Again, I like to see over 30, and then Toronto was two for five on their power plays. It is I, I can't speak to you know five power plays opportunities. I would like to see that smaller, but that's not terrible. Oh, and then Grand Rapids was one for four. So we finally were able to convert one. And so that made me feel a little bit better on, on you know, maybe we're making improvements. And like I said, it is hard with all the movement that's happened on teams to, you know, keep a, a co- cohesive group because we're probably been changing up a lot of our players on those power plays since some of our better players that would be in on a power play opportunity are probably getting pulled to Detroit. So um, now we'll go into Saturday night's night game and again we were still honoring veterans they had some awesome red white and blue griffins jerseys um i'm actually trying to bid on one and to try to get for the podcast room here but going into that night grand rapids actually got the early goal in period one at 114 in toronto turn around and answer back at 319 we had penalties from toronto at 203 point and then smith that's uh, from Grand Rapids, 203. He got one as well, both um, on Sportsmanlike Conduct. Period two, there was actually no scoring. A um, couple uh, penalties on Toronto's and then one on Griffins. And so, again, in the period, I feel like two two opportunities, we should have converted something there. And, you know, they were fairly close back-to-back. So it was like, you know, they have to be getting tired with us, you know, trying to kill our, our penalty team. So well, I feel like we need to convert better on that. Yeah, still, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to be harping on that most of the season. And period three, Toronto comes out at 421 and gets a goal. Grand Rapids Hana's uh, scores a goal at 1950. And that is actually the end. So we end up losing. You know, we go into overtime. It was 2-2. Sorry. All right, so 2-2 few penalties here. Um Smith again for roughing at 5:13 and then Douglas um the Toronto's big guy there. He's super tall. Oh, uh, he got roughing. And so those two spent so this was a, a chippy game for the most part I would say. And then, you know, going into overtime I'm at about 2:13 uh Lee aspirants for grand rapids i i'm probably pronouncing mispronounce his name but so he got a uh, penalty for boarding and then giovanni i don't know if the guy as he was laying was running his mouth but they caught they spun over the camera and at the tail end of it and i do see giovanni you know punched him in the head you know as he was down so i mean that's just kind of unnecessary in my opinion i don't know what he was saying but uh, you know it was at that point it's, like, you know, you just got to be smart. We're already, they already called one penalty on us, and then you turn around and get another one. So, and like I said, it's a five-on-three opportunity. It's going to be hard to stop in overtime. And, you know, you don't ever hardly see that in overtime. So that was actually the only power play opportunity that night that uh, uh, Toronto converted on, you know, out of the six that we gave them. Um, that was the only one, and, and it was a big one. So, oh, and then Grand Rapids, again, we had four different opportunities, and we just... We need to convert those because turning those into goals will, will prevent us from going into these overtime games. And, you know, in the last week, we've had had three overtime games, two wins and one loss. So, I mean, I would say our fitness is there, or being that we can win in overtime. And I wonder, how many other overtime wins this season. Let's see. Um, that's all I see so far. So. Oh, I, th- I was thinking we had another one in there. So, definitely um, something to kind of, I guess, where I see improvement that needs to be happening is our our power play. We just need to find a team that, even though we have some players missing that's been pulled up, we need to find those. Um, with Austin Meade pulled up, he hasn't been able to score any more goals. So, Hannes has actually taken over her. Um, he's at seven goals on the season. Um, Hyros is still ten assists. He's still leading that. Edvinson is seven, and then Andreason, Andreason is six. So, I mean, we definitely got some. Um, and then goalies, we've Kosa that he's been put back down, and um, we've been really sticking with a uh, uh, Bratstorm and. Oklanor, Oklanora, probably Hosey. I think is how you say his name and his first name. So I'm pro- sorry if I'm pronouncing names wrong. I'm, I'm not good with names. So, oh. um, going over this next week. Before I'll probably do another one of these. We'll probably have three games. It looks like I might try to make it to the home game, which is uh Rockford Ice Hogs is coming back like, into Grand Rapids Griffins, and so we know we just faced them on their home ice. Um. Ooh, I didn't realize there's a 11 a.m. game, so that's an early game. So I don't know if I'll be able to make that one or not then. And, but, and then going into the weekend, we have the goals again, San Diego Gulls. We're going away over to play them. Um, they came and seen us early, so oh, those will be a couple late games to watch. Um, let's see, let's see if I can figure out where the goals are. Gulls are currently sitting in their standings and see because um, Rockford, like I said, they're they're technically sitting in last place, but they're tied with Chicago Wolves. I was, so I feel like we can get a win over them. And then goals are actually sitting in last place in the Pacific division. And and so, you know I think we split earlier this year here when we faced them, but it was our opening opening games kind of against them. I think the first night we lost and then second night we won so split with them I would really love for us to go and come away with at least two well I'd say three points at minimum three points at minimum or four when we go there I'd like to see us get a win against Rockford or at our home ice is an earlier game I, don't, I kind of don't know why they do those Wednesday games early to me it I don't know I know I know This is more of a focus to build and players for the next level in the NHL. And so they're not, I guess, not trying to make it super profitable, but I just feel like they don't, that'd be, that'd be hard. I mean, I guess the only other thing I could think of is maybe they do it to promote and try to get schools to come um, and take, bring their kids to a hockey game type of deal. So otherwise I don't feel like you're going to have a lot of people that would be, you know, taking off work to be able to come watch the game. So, Oh, we'll see if, if I can get out and get down there, I will, if not, you know, it'll be, you know, I'll have to catch the next home one, which is after our two away games, I believe we get a pretty big stint, yeah, five games, looks like home, we're going to have a Friday night game against Manitoba on the 25th, the 26th is Manitoba Moose as well, so a Friday-Saturday games, and then another Friday-Saturday home, then a Wednesday night Against the Wild Homes. So have some big opportunities coming up for Griffins. And hopefully we can do, turn it around and do some things, things. And we can definitely get this improved. So thanks for watching. And we'll keep up with Grand Rapids Griffins throughout the rest of the season. Thanks.